down in the den. So go tell a friend. The best podcast on earth is about to begin. We got jokes and news and movie reviews. After dark and NC-17 with the crew. Interviews with the best artists around. So like, comment, subscribe. The show starting right now. Let's go. Like, comment, subscribe. The show starting right now. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Mars, and with me in this brand new adventure, my man. Introduce yourself, brother. This is Johnny. Raps. Raps. Horrible. This is Johnny. Raps. Raps. It sounds like the the keep the uh the record still on layaway, but I we're working on it. We're working on it. I love it. Uh, it sounds like it's got Tourette's. Yeah, yeah, you know, hey, Billy Eilish got it, all the great Raps. We're here on this pilot episode of this unnamed comic show. You're getting it raw. We have no idea what this new adventure is going to be named. Raps. We have, we have no idea where it's going, but we've got the amazing raps. We've got the amazing <laughs> Mars. It's going to be good shit. We're going to be talking about everything in comic book culture. We're going to be talking about what we love in comic books. We're going to be talking about what we love in the MCU, DCEU, and whatever the hell we want to talk about, because you got two incredible guys doing cool shit. Geek shit. Geek shit. That might be the name of the show. That might be the name of the show. Fans, we'll put it in the question. You guys tell us what you think we're going to name this. So, Raps, please tell the world your background. You're not only just a phenomenal actor, rapper, whatever you want to be. Tell the world your geek credentials because you have some hella credentials that we want to talk about geek credentials man dude just like you know what i mean like i'm an i'm an actor i'm a rapper um but all of this is very much influenced by my love of you know this whole mythology and this whole culture of you know the gods amongst us you know what I'm saying? As uh, Grant Morrison puts it in his novel, Super Gods. You know, um, I'm just enchanted with this whole mythology. And I fell in love with Spider Man when I was uh, super young because I, uh, dude, I, I mean, what do you call it when you can't fall asleep? I'm a fucking... Yeah. You and I, yeah, dude, my insomnia is horrible, bro. So, like, dude, just the worst insomnia when I was a kid. And I had the fucking night terrors and shit. You know what I mean? I had the night terrors. I would fall asleep and, like, wake up and walk around and stuff. So, I never wanted to go to sleep when I was a kid. So, I would just... Like I would just just stay up and and read endless Spider-Man comics, and you know, like I I related to Peter Parker probably more than anybody else, because you know what I mean. I was that kid. I was I was getting the swirlies and you know stuff in the lockers and stuff like that or whatever. Um, so I just really related to that character. So um, that yeah, that's that's like how I fell in love with comic books and you know this whole mythology and it's just kind of just informed everything i've done as an artist i don't really know how to explain that in a nutshell how it has but it really does like it just you know seeps into everything um it's it's very universal Absolutely. And same here. You know, I'm uh, for guys who don't know, I'm Mars from Down in the Den fame, Mars Entertainment, a.k.a. Sean. That's my uh, government name. And the same thing, I learned how to read with comic books uh, when I was probably seven years old, maybe. Uh, my brother, he got his first job. My brother was 10 years older than me, so he was 17, got his first job, got his first little check. He was working for a fencing company and he knew that I loved Ninja Turtles. He knew that I loved Batman. He knew that I loved video games, the Holy Trinity. And <laughs> he took me to, it was a comic book store called 
shit. Uh, was it 10th inning or... I can't remember. I'm going to have... That's how long ago. I'm 40 now, so excuse me. The grave should point out how fucking bad my memory is. But uh, just how we, it goes, bro. That's how it goes. how it goes. But I remember the first comment I got was death in the family. Death in the family. Mm. When Robin, the, the fans could vote. Bye-bye. Exactly. Bye-bye, Jason Todd. Bye-bye. They, they, they killed the punk-ass uh, Robin that no one liked. <laughs> Crowbarred to death with, with, with some dynamite. And it was just, he's such a cool character now. He's awesome now. What a comeback. You know, Jason Todd was like Uncle Ben and, you know, the characters and Bucky, the characters that just die and never come back. You know, comic books, anybody can be resurrected, but he was in that trinity of characters that never came back. And since then, Bucky and Todd have both come back, but poor Uncle Ben, you know, <laughs> he well, Jackal brought a, a version back, but that's neither here nor there. And uh, that's how it became in love with comic books. And I remember there was this hot uh, mixed chick in my class. I want to say third, fourth grade. So we're talking 88, 89, whatever. And um, she was like, can I see your comic book? And I was like, oh yeah, baby, you can see whatever you want. And I gave her the comic book. And when she came back, she took crayons and etched out every single picture of the Joker because she thought he was ugly. And at that point, I was like, never, never give a chick your comic books. Never do it. I, I learned my lesson. But that was my entry wow, into this bro. mythology, bro. It broke my heart, man. My brother, God rest his soul, he's gone now. I would still have that comic if it wasn't for that chick. So, Melissa Presley, That's if you're out so there, uh, I hope you uh, have six kids with seven baby dads. But anyway. Yo, <laughs> Melissa. 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 Suck it, Melissa. dude i have like it's it's the same thing with me man my my brother is the person that got me into it like um because my brother was 10 years older than me my brother tommy i'm johnny right so my brother tommy you know he was 10 years older than me and he was just I think he was just, you know, trying to find easy ways to entertain me and shit, you know. Um, there was a comic book store in our hometown in, in Blairsville, Pennsylvania, and he took me there first. And you look, did they, you know, he was like, I got like, you know, you got like four bucks. Back then, dude, back did. then, I was like, yeah, I got like, I got, I remember it was, um, it was a. Uh, what was it called a uh, spirit like it was the it was the venom comic with vengeance from mcfarland uh, vengeance it wasn't mcfarland drawn it but it was it was it was a very early venom solo comic it was venom knights of vengeance it was called and it, it had venom and vengeance and it was just a fucking crazy book dude and i just was like what what like what what is this man you know what i mean and and then like um like that summer i remember he he was uh babysitting me he probably shouldn't have been babysitting me you know what i mean but he was babysitting me and he was the uh president of his the fraternity at his frat and there's this place across the street called patty's paperbacks and so he would just take me to Patty's paper. He, like he was supposed to be watching me, but he would take me to Patty's paperbacks. And I was over there talking. I think the dude's name was like Al or something like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I was over there just like I was vibing. And then that's like when I got introduced to like um like it was like zero hour at the time. It was it was early nineties. So it was like zero hour. And and he uh, he showed me zero hour crisis in time. And this was like that would to me was the first like multiverse uh experience ever that I had. And I was just like these motherfuckers like they just get they they can just do whatever they want with these characters. They don't even care. Like I mean it was to me it was like all this whole like this this whole existential crisis I had where just like and anybody can die, man. Like I just watched the flash just just run himself into oblivion and and nothing but his fucking his fucking costume was left and i was like 
got absorbed into the speed speed force and was gone for years. Barry Allen yeah. was gone for years. Yeah, bro, and not years. to mention like we just like you know we just on had like 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 Batman just got paralyzed and replaced by this fucking weird crazy fucking Azrael. Asriel Batman and then like all the shit was going on with this dead Superman and all his crazy replacements with like the Superboy and the Steel and the fucking like all this shit was happening and I was just like what the like it really gave me this like whole um like that's what inspired me as an artist because I realized just like like not only like you like yeah sure you can create your own shit but it, it it made me realize that like like everything is just it's all one this whole thing this whole just just giant palette of different colors you can just be you know what I mean yeah. and that's what I feel like fucking like com- like really good comic book artists do is they just they just tap into that giant palette and these characters are immortal for a reason and i can't explain why i got tapped in but like i'm i i know that i am tapped in and um there's there's like a lot of energy there you know what i'm saying i've always theorized it's the same reason why we have a billion christians a billion muslims a billion jews comic books are like a religion they are like a you said it best they're the new zeus they're the new poseidon they're the new gods and so just like any gods that's popular around the belief comic books do the same thing and it and it unlike a bible where you may not see a picture of jesus you're gonna see exactly how bruce wayne looks you're gonna see exactly how Miles Morales looks. You're going to see exactly how Clark Kent looks. You can put these pictures. It's art. It's visual. It's textile. You can touch it. You can taste it. And then on top of the great writing, 90s writing in retrospect, when I look back now, I'm like, oh, this shit wasn't that great. But to 12-year-old me, you can tell me a damn thing about what was going on back then. Bro. You just you just kind of like led me into um, my reviews. Let's do it. Let's do it. Because you were you were talking about like the '90s writing and stuff, and uh, there's this big there's this big wave going on right now, um, especially with the Marvel books. I noticed where and they've been doing it. They've been doing it for a long time, but I think it was missing the mark. And and just recently now, I'm just like. yeah this is this is hitting like they are coming up with a lot of uh like they're coming up with a lot of mini series and like all these little side stories that are like they're they're written and illustrated by the the writers of the day right so they they can tra- they transport you back to um a specific period of time in marvel continuity where like you know they get to tell a little bit more of their story and uh yo it's, it's pretty it's pretty sick um wait I'm testing i can hear you crystal bro oh uh, okay 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 i thought i lost you no i was just saying um yeah man like bef- like 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 when they first started doing this stuff, I was like, it seems, you know, it, it seems very hokey. It seems like very much of like just a cash grab. You know what I mean? But I've read some of the more recent ones. And especially like on my top five today is the Ben Riley Spider-Man series. They just started that. Did you did you check it out? I have checked it out because Ben Riley in the '90s, you know, uh, the whole Spider-Man. I think you mentioned that was your first love when it comes to introduction. Totally, uh, 
to comics. Batman was my first introduction, but I quickly, quickly became more of a Marvel guy because I felt it was more grounded. Like, with DC, don't get me wrong, I love DC, I love independence, I love comics, that's what the show is all about. But, you know, Wonder Woman, a Superman, how do you threaten those guys? You know what I mean? How yeah. do you threaten a Green Lantern that can make anything that his mind, although it used to just be a big green fist for animation purposes, but still, you know, how do you threaten these guys? I connected with Batman because he was normal. And, yeah. you know, my he parents be were injured. also shocked. Yeah, he can be injured, you know, coming out of a theater one time. That is not true. Mom, dad, I love you. You guys are not shocked coming out of the theater. That is not <laughs> why I connected to Batman. But, uh, yeah, you know, he was a normal, <laughs> normal guy. You know, Spider-Man was broke, you know? He was getting evicted. <laughs> and he's done, like, every... He's the, he's had, like, every occupation known to man and failed Every at occupation. I like, am He's been, Peter like, Mark. a teacher. Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's been a CEO fucking stand-up comic. He's been... Yeah, absolutely. He's been an on-scene reporter when they tried to Clark Kent him a little bit, made him, like, an on-scene reporter. He's owned a, he's been, I hate it when they did Parker Industries and he was like Tony Stark, but yeah, he's he's done everything. He's done well, everything. Parker Industries was a result of um, Superior Spider-Man. Superior Spider-Man, right. which was the work of actual Audio Octavius. We could yeah. go into a whole episode about that. Which was great. I love, yeah, that could be a whole series. I love Superior Spider-Man. Absolutely love that story. Fucking uh, genius. Clone Saga was interesting. Uh, you know, the whole Mephisto storyline, which was successfully somewhat adapted in No Way Home. But uh, without yeah, without Mephisto guess, being involved whatsoever, how many things they done without Mephisto? Mephisto be pissed off if he's real because he's yeah. just like, damn, they're like, even like, dude, there are so many lines in, in Infinity War, the movie Infinity War, that are actual Mephisto lines from the comics. Yes. That, yes. that other people are saying it. Yes. Like yes. that whole fucking shit where um what is his name? The the Maw. Yeah, Ebony Maw. Ebony Maw. The the beginning of Infinity War where it's like all the dead fucking Asgardians in the ship and Ebony Maw is just being like you should feel rewarded no, by or whatever. No I'm being just, has horrible. ever had two affinity stuff. Yes, you know, all that power. shit. All that shit. Yes, yes. That is all Mephisto Verbatim. in the original Infinity Gauntlet comic, bro. Verbatim. Verbatim, bro. Verbatim, yeah. I, I noticed that even with the like Hulk Silver Surfer replacement, I get it. You can't introduce mm -hmm. Silver Surfer 20 three movies into a series and people <laughs> understand and I don't even think they had the rights yeah but no so. no they don't have the rights because they do now but they before. didn't then yeah yeah so give us your review man what you you said the Ben Riley that that's number one uh, well dude yeah no well Ben Riley number Ben Riley Spider-Man number one and number two is this specific order give, or are we just I'm gonna give just no I'm just five. gonna give like I'm gonna give my top five okay. what I read for this week. Okay. And I'm getting caught up. So you know I might bunch a couple together. You know what I mean? Bro, this is the pilot episode. We're gonna be raw as hell this episode. Let's yeah, get dude. it. So so yeah, uh, amongst the top five, I highly recommend the Ben Riley Spider-Man number one and number two by J.M.D. Matisse um, and David Baldion as the artist. I actually, I really love him as a, as, as a spin-off Spider-Man artist because I really loved, um, I really loved Web Crawl, what was it? Web, what was it? Web Warriors. Web <laughs> Warriors by Jerry Duggan. And and David Baldian did the art for that jam, and that was that was a series that should have gone on way longer than it actually did. And if you haven't checked it out, I highly recommend it because it was a good like continuation of the whole Spider Verse thing. It was like what happened between Spider Verse and and Spider Geddon. You go there. You go. All right. All right. So so I love that art and fucking. 
yo, this book was, this book was off the chain. And right now, if you're not, re- have you been reading Amazing Spider-Man, Mars? I haven't caught up with Amazing Spider-Man. Fresh me up. Dude, me up. Amazing Spider-Man, bro. Like, dude. Hmm. That the longest running? I think Amazing might be the longest running. Dude, Amazing Spider-Man was crazy. And uh, like Amazing Spider-Man, Nick Spencer was doing Amazing Spider-Man for the longest. Did a fantastic fucking run. Um following Dan Slott's epic fucking epic, like epic. almost like I'm oh, a dude, like a 15 year run of a comic book and whatever. But like so yeah, Nick Spencer followed that shit up. He he it was good shit. And uh, I really loved that whole series and I'm and and I missed him when he left. Since he left, they've been they've been writing it almost like a TV series. Like they have different artists and different writers just cycling in and out. I'm not really sure who the main writer is supposed to be. They've been using really good people like they they've been like using zub and you know what i mean like like a lot of good different writers so but in this story in this story peter gets fucked up and i'm not even gonna ruin it for you how peter gets fucked up because i want people to go read it but peter gets fucked up hardcore put in the hospital and uh next thing you know ben riley is showing up out left wing and and is taken over as spider-man yeah but he's taken over as a more corporate spider-man he's um being represented by the beyond corporation which is you know like like he's just very much being like he's a backed spider-man he's what spider-man could be if he had corporate backing but you know there's like some there's like you know some corporate like Hideous shadiness undercurrents going exactly, on exactly exactly there's Whenever all this big money big corporates there's all they're always a consistent bad guy yeah yeah and of course like ben is somewhat suspect himself because ben it, the, when ben returned from the dead he was the new jackal right in uh uh, what what was that fucking series? That was the one where where Jackal resurrected. I think it was uh, not resurrect, but he pretty much brought Ben back. He brought Gwen Stacy back. He brought everybody back. Everybody back. What back. the fuck was that shit called, man? I have it on the tip of my tongue. And that's yeah, why we I gotta, we gotta, mm, we'll research it. We'll fact, research it and put a link underneath. We gotta fact check it. We gotta fact check it because it wasn't Spider Island. No, no, Spider Island was when everybody got impacted with spider powers which was crazy oh god what was it yeah it was like the new clone saga or some shit man we'll look it up we'll look it up later you know exactly what i'm talking about i know exactly what you have because he was a bad guy and he was a bad guy and 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 then they like you know like peter let him live and shit so everybody's like questioning whether or not he should even be spider-man Right. But he was like, he was like, come on, guys, you got to give me a pass because the reason why he did the Jackal thing in the in the um, in the whole fucking clone saga thing or whatever it was because uh, he had been murdered over and over again by the Jackal, which like was something that cracked him because he had been like he had been destroyed and then resurrected <laughs> over and over and over and over again to the point where he had you know lost his sanity but right now in amazing spider-man he is it's back to being ben riley spidey but it's a it's a new version of ben riley spidey than it was back in the day because it's he's got all this like weird corporate backing and shit and um like it's almost a different writer every month or every couple weeks and shit it's uh very cool i'm seven issues behind actually (laughs) Which was why it was easier for me today to just pick up the Ben Riley comic and be like, ah, like this is they're doing this, so so they're giving us more of like the the, the you know uh, the '90s era story 
at the same time they're giving us the new story you know perfect flavor and it's a good jumping off point for people who are a younger generation who may not be familiar with the clone saga and and, and may not be familiar with ben rally and, and what was going on that so what's your number two once again no order so that that was that was very well done so ben rally number one and then by ben rally number two as well also you know written and illustrated by the same people and uh it ends with a crazy cliffhanger i'm just gonna spoil it for you which might compel you to jump onto the series if you're anything I rock like with spoilers i rock I'm with just, spoilers um, i'm all about it it ends with like this and this goes back to you know if you're a fan of back in the day it ends with him getting jumped by uh you know uh Catherine Trainer, aka the female Doc Ock. Yes, yes. So yes, that, yes. that second issue just ends with that, and that was enough for me to be like, "Oh, yeah, bro!" Like I'm, I'm locked into this series. You know what I'm saying? Love and it. then, um, so Sword number eleven. This is the last issue of Sword, dude. I have. This is one of the spin-off series from House of X. All the X-Men books that are going on right now. It is mad overwhelming, I'm sure, for anybody who hasn't a lot. been an X-Men fan. And like that's the whole thing is like I'm an X-Men fan, diehard X-Men fan for like decades now, Same. which is probably the only reason why I can even follow it. Because like I don't like I literally like I have not missed an issue of any House of X, any of the spin-offs, any fucking one shot, nothing, bro. Like I catch it all. Because to me it's the only way to really like have the full understanding of what the fuck is going on ever with X-Men. Like it could be so convoluted, right? Their mythology currently, right now with what's going on with like I said, the House of X, Moria uh krakoa it's a mythology it's a mythology it's very dense so being that i've been probably reading the x-men since 92 maybe maybe 91 uh you know for me i get it i understand what's going on but it's definitely i could see for someone that's a novice just picking it up, you might be like, what the hell is it? Why are people being resurrected? What's going on? And this whole Krakoa shit is its own shit. You know what I mean? Right. So, do we know Do we know Abigail Brandt? Yes. The, the One of my favorite characters from Sword, Beast's boo thing from from time to time. But my, my, one of my top eight characters is Beast. I love Henry McCoy. Maybe because we have similar feet and hair. But uh, you know, yeah, yeah, love Abigail Brand, love Abigail Brand. Like, why, why do I, why do I like chicks with green hair? It's nothing wrong with hot green hair chick. You know, green is one of my top three favorite colors. But yeah, you know, I, I I'm hoping we get a, a live action Abigail in uh, the MCU sometime soon. So, have you been reading Sword? I haven't been reading Sword. No. So I'm just gonna, uh, you know, Sword is very much, you know, being, uh, you know, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. They're the outer space, you know, watch people of the mutants, um, you know, keeping an eye on on Earth and everything, and protecting outer space from threats and all that bullshit. Um, Obviously, think shield and space. Yeah, shield and space, but like with with a uh, with mutant leadership because abigail Bingo. brand is a mutant right right and orcus is the operation that has been trying to figure out a way to exterminate mutants with their giant uh fucking satellite shits since the beginning of house of x that's the you know the side note there right like orcus is the humans that are trying to kill them so yeah Abigail Brand long story short sells out to Orcus and like 
but it's, it's in a very sneaky way they tell it. This is very well done. I'm I'm ruining it for everybody who wants to read this book. I'm ruining it for you right now. But Abigail Brand like kills Peter Henry Guyrich, bro. Just fucking kills him, dude. And, and the thing that's brutal is that they have the same motives. Yeah. Yeah, they're at, they they're have the same alive. motives. They're literally, alive. he's like, he's like, yo, like I'm trying to kill the mutants, and then she fucking like puts him in the airlock of the sword thing, and she's like, guess what? I'm trying to kill the mutants. He's like, what do you mean you're a mutant? And she's like, Psss. and he fucking, you see him like floating out of the space, and you <laughs> see him fucking die, bro. Like I was like, they fucking killed. Henry, I don't remember them ever killing his character, bro. I've seen you know. No, what he's I mean? been like, around since forever. Uh, like I'm always like, been a foil. Uh, like to the untouchable, music. untouchable, untouchable. Bro. I even think he was in. Did they put him in? They put him in one of the X Men cartoons, even. Um, slayed his ass. She yeah. slayed his ass, bro. And I was just stunned. So that that that's that's on my list, top five. Then we're gonna go to x-men number eight and number nine uh and that's gonna that's gonna round off my list because uh jerry duggan doing an incredible job with the x-men right now i just he's taking it in a completely bonkers direction um he was already doing some very interesting stuff with the marauder series and they just, you know, put him at the helm. Uh, you know, hit when whatever Hickman got to go do, he put Jerry Duggan at the helm. And uh, I'm actually much more familiar with Jerry Duggan's writing and appreciate him. I think he's pretty underrated. I don't think his runs actually last as long as they should have. I don't think his Guardians of the Galaxy lasts as long as it should have. Great on GOTG. Yeah, man, I, I just think all of his stuff is very innovative. And, and right now, it, what he's doing with the X-Men is, you know, nothing but the same. He's he's really, like, taking Hickman's idea to the next level. And uh, these last two issues, they fucking got MODOK involved. And um, that's just, just fucking crazy, dude. And issue number eight, MODOK... Uh, decides to experiment with a new uh, human rage formula basically on on a a, a cruise ship <laughs> and so it's unveiled that like modok does a lot of literally his experiments my night, on cruise ships he does a lot of his experiments on cruise ships so he fucking un, you know unleashed a, a rage you know it was like uh 28, 28 days, days later, later on a fucking cruise ship and the X-Men had to come and stop it. And then they captured him. And then in the next issue, um, Orcus was like, yo, like, wouldn't it be a great idea for us to actually have a, a fucking murderous killing AI that is only built for killing? And they were like, yeah, it's a great idea. And so they fucking take Nimrod and and bust in the fucking, you know, the raft and, and take bus modok out and you know it's just it's just it's just great like the marvel craziness that you expect you know shout out to modok one of the most ridiculous hilarious awesome characters is what i sign up for have you heard about the rumors of jim carrey possibly portraying them in live action in uh multiverse not multiverse uh quantum mania oh that'd be sick that would be sick that would be well, sick. What's, who does them in the show? Isn't it like Patton Oswalt? Patton Oswalt does them in the show, which is, uh, it's, I actually enjoy the show. I like Patton Oswalt a lot. He's a big comic fan. Uh, the show is, is great. Very different. Obviously, if anyone has seen the show from the comic book interpretation, it's completely, you know, they made him a family man. He has a daughter. It's hilarious. He's like a biz, a failing businessman. But uh, it, it, it's but all very different. Very different, very different, very different. I, I put it akin to if you're in the DC side of the universe to the Harley Quinn animated where it's just, they're not scared to just kill people off, you know? They'll kill the penguin, 
no problem, you know, just just kill them. So uh, highly recommend it, highly recommend it. So that's your top five raps reviews. So guys, check out all of those comic books. They're fucking awesome. This man is a genius in multiple levels, but definitely when it comes to what's going on in the comic spectrum. I love it. I'm going to check out at least three of those books for sure. I'm definitely into Sword. Uh, it's a sword or sword? It's the last issue of Sword. Yeah, is it is it Sword or Sword? How, how, how do you say it? How, how I say you sword. Want, however you want to pronounce. I mean, yeah. if you I say like, I say the depends W. Depends on whether or not you're Sean Connery. You know what yeah. I mean? I is wish it, I was Sean it, Connery. Is it ass swords for a thousand bucks. I'm, I'm the Highlander. <laughs> Highlander. There could be only one. But yeah, that's the that's literally the, it's the last issue of Sword, dude. That's fucking. And amazing. then and then they like, dude, they just they, you know because they discontinue shit, whatever, all the time. So all then the time. it's it's gonna pick up with um, X Men Red. Perfect, perfect. So we've got the reviews. We've got our introduction on how we each <laughs> fell in love with this art. Tell me, what are you looking for now? on the live action spectrum. We got some things coming up. We got uh, Multiverse of Madness. I think that's March. We have Moon Knight. No, I think Multiverse of Madness is May. My apologies. Moon Knight, March. The Batman currently in theaters right now, which I haven't been checked out. Uh, what other comic book uh, stuff do we have? Those are the three immediate things that are coming out right now. Is there one that you're looking for two more than the others or all dude, I'm three. dying to see Batman dude I'm such a shithead for not seeing my life has been so like I, I feel like the worst fan ever for having not seen Batman yet I have not seen the Batman either so we are two peas in a pot um I'm, I'm, I'm super stoked about it the reviews obviously have been off the chart um the only Batman movie that I really could not tolerate was probably I actually could tolerate all of them. They, you know, some I appreciate for others. I love the I love the fucking I know what you're talking about uh the 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 Joel Schumacher ones, man. Yeah, man. On too though. They're they fun, were, bro. They're fun. You know, Tim Burton was great, but it was super dark and and I love the cheesy puns, you know, the Batman, you know, forever card. He doesn't leave home without it. And Arnold telling, chill out, chill out. It's going to be a bit of harvest, you know. The shit was cool. It was cool for what it was. Yeah, I think the, the Batman, Iceman cometh. The Iceman cometh. Yeah, yeah, it was it was cool shit. It was cool shit. So. We've talked about our knowledge. We, you know, obviously, we're both very knowledgeable of this comic shit. But we have a little game that we're going to play for all of you guys on this unnamed comic show, which might be the name of the show, unnamed comic show. I think I like it. Brought to you by the good folks at Poddex. Get yourself a 10% discount. T-H-E-D-E-N is the discount code. It's a cool, cool app that I use all the time for all my podcasting adventures. I knew nothing about it. So we now, if you don't know, now you know. So now, now we're you gonna know, pull, you know, you know, baby, baby. So edited I'm, version. Yes, baby, baby. Now so you know. we're gonna do some questions. We'll probably do ten of them to have some fun. So if you had to interview, and this is obviously you know if they were real, you who would be me? your? Yeah, this is gonna be for you. Okay, and then, I'll, and then I'll answer it myself. Okay, who would, who would be your dream superhero to interview? To interview. To interview. We've got them on unnamed comment show. They're real life. Rogue. Ooh, Rogue. I, I would just want to ask Rogue one question. Yeah. Couldn't Gambit smash with a condom? You're not touching him. They always made it. She's like, I'm so lonely. I'm like, if you just kind of, there's some things you can do. You can work at work it out. You gotta Rogue be was, careful. You gotta be careful. You just gotta be careful. You can't wild out, but you know, I, I you think be you careful. could. I think for me, my dream, I, I really tend to go towards the villains for some reason. I don't, I don't know. 
Um, I think I would love to interview Batman. Mm. I, I, I couldn't imagine him going to an interview. I could see him in the full cape and cowl, like, thanks, Mars, I'm happy to be here. But I don't have much time because the bat signal just came. So yeah, I think Batman would be my dream interview. Yeah, just, by the time you like asked the question and looked up, he'd be He's just gone. He's just like shit again. All right. Okay. You're like, now I know what it's like. That's my yeah, answer. Exactly. That's what it's like. If you were a superhero, who would you choose to team up with? Thor. Or he's very good looking. I wouldn't mind. I don't know. Never mind. I'm sorry. I got very powerful. He's very powerful. He's very powerful. He could hold up. Yeah, because I, I they're saying if I was a superhero, but they didn't tell me what powers I and had. I don't want that power. I don't want to be the god. You know no, what I mean? no. I don't want to have the responsibility of the hammers and the lifting it's and all that and it being worthies. I would pick Professor X's powers. I wouldn't want to be in a wheelchair, but that ability to just mind control and have people do what the hell you want. But this is who you're teaming up with, right? Yeah, if I'm teaming up with, I need someone to do the heavy lifting. I need someone that's smarter than me. Uh, maybe Professor Hawk. He's pretty damn strong. He's smart enough to figure stuff out. Mm. Uh, he's big enough to hold me down. Maybe maybe a Professor Hawk. I wouldn't want Savage Hawk because he'd probably just pick me up and eat me or something like. And, uh, and um, Hawk is very resourceful. Banner Hawk yeah. is resourceful. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Here we go. Let's skip uh, this one. Stupid. Stupid ass question. It was a stupid question. They were like, which superhero would be a good pro athlete? I'm like, all of them. All of them are better than LeBron James. All of them. Like, all. <laughs> Batman with all. all of them. The stupid That's ass. That's the question. dumbest fucking question. It's a dumb question. Fuck your stupid question. All right, this one. Here we go. If you gain superpowers, who's the first person you tell? I guess I have to say my wife. I'm about to say it gotta be because she noticed you like raps. Jesus, what's going on? You made me fly this time. You're like, all right, here's the deal. <laughs> I got bit by a radioactive porn star, and now I'm just. <laughs> I just feel like I just want to be a selective about my yeah. telling, but obviously you are the one that I have to tell. Maybe I wanted to tell my mom, but you know. And once obvious. again, it depends, it depends on the obvious. powers. It really depends on the powers. If no, it's, I have no choice. There's no choice. Yeah, I, 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 I probably tell mom. I probably tell mom. She'd wonder, you know, how I got to the house so quickly. I'm like, mom, I'm the Flash now. <laughs> All right. Would you rather be friends with a superhero, or would you rather be friends with a superhero or their secret identity? Okay, I get it. All right. So, for example, would you be fr rather be friends with Spider-Man or friends with Peter Parker? I'd rather punch the person that came up with that question. It was a dumb-ass question. It was. I'd rather punch him in the throat. I but I, like, would, I would be I would fucking rather hang out with Spider-Man you know what I mean like let's yeah, go around like Peter Parker's just a broke boy you know I could do yeah. that nowadays like I'm Plus, him I'm him like he's the escape you understand exactly he's the escape plus if you're a friend of the actual secret identity if it's discovered you're gonna get kidnapped yeah yeah you're, you're definitely gonna, gonna that ass yeah, they're definitely gonna put you in the ditch somewhere. I'm like, you ain't ah. seen no way home. You ain't seen no way home. How fuck up your life? Don't be friends with Spider Man. Exactly. Shout out to Aunt May, Marisa Tomei, my longtime crush. I've had a crush on her since Different World and uh, my cousin Vinny. Dead. Uh, this one is easy. Who is the smartest superhero? I always say Reed Richards. He's the fucking thinker, man. He he thinks of everything. I don't know, man. I say I say Batman, man. Batman's pretty smart. Batman is, and I love Batman. I have Batman stuff up here in, in the studio right now. Some depending on the writer, Batman's so OP. For a person with no powers, 
Batman, Batman fucked up Dark Side. He, he made Dark Side yeah, yeah, And I'm like, I've seen Dark Side bitch smack Superman so many times. That's what I'm saying. Batman has a plan for almost everything, depending on who's writing it. If you're talking about like Grant Morrison writing Batman, like, like Batman, Batman got fucking killed by Dark Side. But not actually killed by Darkseid. He just got zapped back into the past. And somehow had to jump like like fucking quantum leap forward through time. And then like the, the Justice League found out he was doing this. And they were like, he's gonna destroy the time space. And they fucking like tried to stop him. But somehow he had like a whole fucking contingency plan for if this exact thing it happened. It, 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 and I was like, with you, you know what I mean? Like, but that just depends on the writer. It depends Morris, on the writer. This is the only person that could come up with that crazy shit. You know what I mean? Batman is generally makes prep sense time. No, no. They give him prep time. He beats everyone. All right, here we go. Master planner. <laughs> That sounded like something else. I was like, who told you? And I was like, oh, oh, planner, planner. Got it, got it. Oh, this this, this one is good. This one is good. All right, here we go. What superhero without a movie deserves one? Savage Dragon. Mm. Good one. Good pick. Good pick. I like that. I like not that. Not a Marvel. Not, not a, a Marvel. DC. Not a DC. Went on the independent route. I, I love it. I love it. I've um they've done one, but I always thought a more serious, dark, occult take of spawn take of spawn would be super dope. Like, not like John Leguizamo in a cloud suit and Michael J. White, like, drop kicking people, but like a, it was which, a bullshit movie. It was a bullshit movie. Yeah, it was a, li- a little bit much, but a dark occult take with Sam and Twitch, maybe from their point of view, and have maybe Spawn just kind of like in the background, I think would be super dope. And like, you're seeing all these crazy murders and, and, and you know. The deconstructed superhero thing with the Batman is about to be the next wave, so I think that would be dope. All right, that's a good idea. This is a dumb question: it was, Have you ever dressed as a superhero of Halloween? I dressed for a superhero last Halloween. <laughs> Every black superhero I've been, Nick Fury. All you need is an eye patch. It's very easy. <laughs> Bishop. I did Bishop once. Bishop had the weird perm. So it's kind of hard. Like whoever drew him, he had like the mullet perm. And I've never seen a black guy with a mullet perm before, but he was cool. We've already answered this. What was your favorite superhero growing up? You said Spider-Man. Mine was Batman. Okay. Has a superhero change your outlook on life? Sure. I agree. I agree. There's a, there's a lot of uh, lessons that you can learn from comic books that'll make you strive to be a better person. Constantly, even like oh. as I'm reading them, is it even as I'm reading them today? You know what I mean? Preach. I mean, it's all, it's, I mean, it's the same thing as reading anything else. You're going to learn. Yeah. And the storytellers in our comics are, you know, they're better storytellers than all the time. They're better storytellers all the time. Better than they used to be. Uh, you know, a lot of these guys are, are the people that are writing your TV shows. And they make money yeah. off of writing your TV shows. They don't make money off of writing your fucking comic books. Uh, but this shit, it's all got lessons. 
and uh, I, I do hope you're paying attention while you're reading it because yeah it's just not it's just not bullshit man there's there's every fucking hero comic I read I'm like damn like it, it touches the core of just something deeper it's deeper than me watching a fucking reality tv show or something like that you know that's with reality tv because there's no it's it's crazy that there's more reality in a comic book than there is in a reality tv show i've always found that the irony in that is completely outrageous to me but yeah i mean it is the new Greek gods, it is the new Zeus, it is the new mythology, and there's lessons, valuable lessons that are based, that you can use in the real world, so absolutely, every time I read a, a comic book, I learn something, I get a oh, little man, bit these, better. These, uh, this whole, the whole fucking X-Men line right now is just like The Wire, but in like mm. comic book form. I if love it. was to read like every different like tie-in and shit. It's just like the wire, but like you know, like like season four has like it, it focuses on the journals journalists, right? And season you know three focus on the 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 school kids and stuff. Season two was that the mean? Like it's just like yeah, yeah, exactly, and that's like what all the different um, titles in the X Men mythos focus on. It's fucking crazy, man. Like. That the allegory between, you know, Malcolm X and Martin Luther King and Professor X and Magneto, you know, direct correlation. There's so much that if you dig a little, just to skim, peel a layer of that onion back, you realize and, you know, how deep, it just a layer, you know, how even in um, the, I want to say X2, 90% positive X2 mm-hmm. when you know Bobby comes out as a mutant which ironically they made him come out in the comic books later on in life but you know his parents even saying you know can't you just not be a mutant yeah it was on the nose but you know it, it's right there the parallels are there so super awesome yeah can't you just not be gay can you not be gay you know I tried to but my boyfriend won't let me uh, now, if you were a superhero, what superhero team would you want to be on? I mean, damn, I probably, I probably want to be on the Avengers because X Men, as much as they're my favorite, man, they just like they go through some hard shit, man. Uh, work. Be persecuted <laughs> and have to save the people that's persecuting you. Yeah, man, I'll be an Avenger all day. Yeah, that's a hard ask for me. Let me be uh, an X-Man. That's an Avenger. Right, right. Um, I would probably pick the Justice League. Just because they have cooler shit. Like, they have whole satellites and a whole... You know, they have Avengers Towers, but it ain't, you know, the Hall of Justice. They got a whole Hall of Justice with... Yeah, they don't need the government to give it to yeah, them. Yeah. The Avengers have they it, want. the government gave it to them. Absolutely. Plus, you know, Hawkeye's a dick. You know, I just want to want everybody to know that Hawkeye. Everybody, everybody, he deserves to get punched in the balls. Twice for each ball. Twizzle. Three, t- three times for each ball. Ruptured. Oh, oh, that that made me hurt on the inside. So, um, what is the? Oh, this is a good one. There's been a lot lately. What was the saddest death in a superhero movie for you? Pornboy, Tony Tony Stark, bro. Tony Stark was right. And they was... they yeah, played man. with my emotions for like two movies with Tony Stark dying, like. In Infinity War, when he got stabbed, I was like, "Oh, that's it. He's he's done." Like, no, nah, no, nah, he's cool. He's cool. He's cool. He's got a uh, he's got cool spray that takes care <laughs> the nanomachines. Cool spray. He's he cool spray. Definitely goes. 
I was like, dude, you just took a blade through the kidney. And he was just like, <laughs> all right, I'm good. I'm good. Stop, man. Stop. It's too funny. Logan was pretty sad, too. Yeah, no, that was that was rough. Logan was rough. That's a whole stop. Yeah, yeah, that that was rough. That was rough. That was rough. That was sad because I was like, damn, 20 movies and he gets slammed. He's slammed on a stump by himself. Like he didn't even get a burial. They just somebody's gonna find some animanium bones and about. Yeah, they were like, they were like, the kids were like, shit, we gotta go. <laughs> I'm sorry, B shit. We he gave him one tear. She was like, thanks for the ride. <laughs> shit, we be out. No, that was for real though. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was sad. It was sad. Yeah, look, I mean, Tony Stark overall because I heard kid, kids like. It, it was a bad time to be out. Some of these kids, I was like, dude, these kids are. Hurt. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. Not going to be big. You have to explain it to your kids that way. If you, but like, honestly, dude, if you took your parents to, if you took your kids to Endgame and they didn't already understand death before Dan. I'd have been ready. I'd I'd been preparing them. I'd have been like, "Look, Iron Man's about to die, guys. You need to be ready to not see this bitch again. Like, you ain't gonna see this bitch again. They're not even into reboots these days, guys. They're trying to do the long haul thing. You're not gonna see another Iron Man for a long time. A long time. I I would, I would have prepped them. I said, "Here's the thing: Robert Downey Jr. at this point is gonna get a hundred million (laughs) dollars." And the good folks of Disney, the more that they like your happiness, they like money. So now that they own all of the Fox characters again, and they have this deal where they can use Sony characters, they're going to send Robert Downey Jr. back to rehab. And they're going to take all of this money that they would have paid him and pay a little guy to be some hero you've never heard of. And in five years, you're going to forget all about Iron Man. Exactly. No, yeah, exactly. This is a question, and this will be the final one for this segment. And I thought about this. I'm ashamed that I've actually thought about this before. You get to pick a power set, five specific powers as a superhero. What are you taking? Very specific. Very specific. (sighs) Okay. I, I definitely want accelerated Wolverine healing factor definitely that's key because if you're not invulnerable it doesn't really matter what the other powers have when somebody busts a cap in your ass and you're like ah shit yeah spider sense agility all that um definitely super strength uh just like cause cause I could just invisibility Visibility is very handy. And then phase and shit, bro. Like Nightcrawler phase or or like like kitty kitty pride phase. Oh, like going through phase, not not teleporting. Yeah. that's always my fear. I'm like, yo, what if your powers ran off and you're phasing between a wall and you're just stuck in that shit? Yo, you're fucked. You're fucked. Um for me, uh Professor X mind control. I think that Unless somebody's walking around with a magneto bullet bucket on their head, that's such an important power to have. It could it could literally end all battles right there. Like why they never take him in the field? I'm like, dude, he's the most powerful one. Like Wolverine, you gonna scratch everybody? Cool, but you know. <laughs> so I think, um, although one of the drawbacks. If I couldn't control it as well as him, hearing everybody's thoughts all the time would be a nightmare. Yeah. But if I was able to turn it on and off, you know, that would be I cool. I think they're just scared of him getting hurt. They don't just do not want him to get hurt. Right. But, you know, I, the differently able people deserve respect. Roll his ass out in the battlefield mm-hmm. and you you fight. You fight. Um, so <laughs> I would... <laughs> I would take uh, the ability to, you know, telepathy, to control minds, to, I think that would be great for conflict resolution um, and vulnerability. Um, I, I would, I, I say invulnerability 
Superman's a vulnerability because with the healing factor of Wolverine, he still feels that shit. Mm-hmm. He heals really quick. But I mean, I remember co- a comic book where Wolverine got his like face blown off by the Punisher and it was literally just like a skeleton and a cigar. <laughs> and I was like, dude, that would fucking hurt. <laughs> I-, I cut myself shaving this morning and I was like, <laughs> so yeah, um, I need Superman of vulnerability where shit just bounce off me. I think that would be great. Um, I've thought about flight a lot, but I'm also like, if you get too high, you can freeze. What about seeing? Do you have something that something flies in your eye? A seagull hits you like Fabio and your shit's all messed up. But I, I guess- I feel like swinging would be cooler. Swinging, Spider-Man swinging. Spider-Man swinging would be cool. Um, but if you're not smart enough to make web fluid and you're not a Tobey Maguire organic spider, how, you know, how do you swing? It, it's, it's a mixed power. It's a symbiote eating your body. Right, right. Yeah, and, you know, mm-hmm. who needs that? Um, so that's three powers. Trace Migos. Super speed is pretty yeah. cool. You know, flash speed is pretty cool. And then five, I would probably pick... I don't know if it's a superpower, but I love Forge's ability to make anything. Mm. I'm just thinking how much power. money you could make. You know, he mm-hmm. as long as he has the raw materials, he can make anything. You know how many or fake, design it, just design it, just design it. Like I just go to Tesla and be like, move <laughs> back. I got this shit. You want interstellar flight? No problem. Just give me a pencil. Yeah, that's that's dope. So I think those are the five powers for me. That they're all over the place, but I think that would be super dope. Super dope. That was dope. Excellent. So, bro, this has been a blast. This has been a blast. I think we got something here. We went in. We went in. We gave these people. So this is the pilot episode. What I want you guys to do: tell us what you want from us, because we're gonna do this again. We're going to do this shit again. If you have cool title names. Snick. It's, it's, uh, snick. I got snick. the Wolverine beard. I'm working on the beard. I just need the sideburns. And then the whatever. Who is yeah. Wolverine's barber? Who gave him that shit? I don't understand it. It's so weird. I don't weird. understand how his mask matches it. Like, did he And then have- Hawkeye's mask matches it for no reason. For no reason, I'm like, did he go to whoever is like the Donna Karen of superhero costumes? And they were like, we have a mask for you, Logan, uh, but we're gonna need you to cut your hair. And he was like, bitch, I'm never cutting this hair. My hair is so great. You make a mask to fit over my hair. That's what you're gonna do. He went there and he was like, bitch, I have an idea for a hairstyle and it's the shape of Jean Grey's mask. This bitch like named Marvel Girl. Because that was the first, she for real, she was the first one to have that weird, like, what the fuck is that thing? She had the Karen cut. She had the Karen swoop under the mask. And she was probably complaining to all the rest the of the Karen Avengers. Under swoop. Just, just definitely. Yeah. She has the I like black guy swoop. That's, that's what she had, like. If you see a white chick with that swoop and your brother, you're good to go. That is like, oh yeah, you know what's up. You know what's up. That's the swoop, swoop, swoop. So guys, once swoop, again, there tell it us is. what you want to hear from us, what you want to see from us. We're going to be working on a theme song. We're going to be working on all types of dope shit for you guys. Titles. Everything you need. Give us the feedback, comments you want us to review, segments you want us to do anything that you guys are into we're flexible we're two of the the dopest guys look at this i can i can i can pull my leg up all the way we're flexible so anything you guys want we're going to be bringing it to you this unnamed comic show going all over comic culture everything that's dope everything that's coming out movies having fun that's what it's all about so yeah raps please give us a final word man Yo, this is Johnny Raps. You can find me on all platforms at John E. Raps. It's J-O-H-N-E-R-A-P-S. Um, you already know what it is. 
Check you know me what out. It is. Mars in the house, man. Down in the den. We're about to make some history. I want to talk to you guys about comic books. I want to. I want to. I want to share my music with you guys. You know, it's all love. All love. Please check out Raps music. He's featured. Raps. He has a performance on Down in the Den of his single that came out last month. It's super What's dope. That? Please check that shit out. It's What's fantastic. That? He's got new music coming soon. Music videos, movies. Check out his movie Shithead on Tubi, Amazon. Am I missing some place? Pussy. Pussy. It's no, there place. ain't no. It's everywhere. You know it's what I mean? Everywhere. It's everywhere you want it to be. So check out his film. He's hilarious, my man. Doing the Chinko, uh, hilarious. You will not want to miss it. Please tune in to Down in the Den. We have episodes every Wednesday where podcasts mm. are heard and on the YouTube. And uh, check out our other shows on Mars Entertainment. Um, we have Politics as Usual. We got Cooking at Mars. We're going to be traveling soon. Me and Raps are going to be eating some good food, drinking some food. Oh, he's going to be coming to the, the, the greater New York metropolitan area. Going to that Holland jungle, I'm gonna get some get a pint or two Brat. with my boy. Brat. So hey, we might we might broadcast a, 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 a unnamed comment show from there. Who knows? Oh, you know what I mean? Who knows? We we got options. It's flexibility. It's the pilot it's, show. My my spider sense is tingling. Yes, my my stomach is tingling because I had Alfredo and I'm definitely lactose intolerant. I got the heart beer. <laughs> the, the heartburn sucks. So sent you water. Great for heartburn. Mm. Give us a plug. Like so guys, that's it for tonight's episode. Please tune in, like, comment, subscribe, uh, sh- follow my man Raps, follow your boy Mars. Yep. Maybe we'll bring some guests in. Who knows? We're going to have some fun shit. Uh, but like I said, this is the pilot episode and it's only going to go up, up, up from here. So as I end every episode, which is the first episode, Deuce, read your comments, geeks. And that's it. <laughs>